Where other men blindly follow the truth, remember... Nothing is true. Where other men are limited by morality or law, remember... Everything is permitted. We work in the dark to serve the light. We are assassins. Nothing is true. Everything is permitted. should shorten that yeah it's a little long yeah yeah i think more and more from week to week that it's it is running a little long especially when i play intro clips and everything mm. but uh episode 57 we're here mike Polby's in studio brian Lipsitz on the skype hello 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 what's happening brian how much brian i feel like you've been gone for a while it has been a while <laughs> what has it been a month yeah probably yeah four wow. shows really four shows with no brian it's we had anna for two yep and then just you Oh. Oh. Brian was on vacation. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Brian has a busy life. Yes. Yes. Um, so, episode 57, we have lots to talk about. We are back from Comic-Con. Yeah. Which was very awesome. So, we're going to talk a, a little bit about some of the news that came out of that this week. And uh, I have a panel to play for you guys later on. But next week, you're going to hear all of our stories from the event. And there are lots of stories to tell, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one thing that I do want to let everyone know about is that I'm going to continue what I did last year around Halloween time, and I'm going to put a Halloween costume gallery up on the site. So if there are any listeners out there that are dressing up in costumes that they find particularly awesome, feel free to send those to me at podcast at thegeekgeneration.com, and I will gladly put them up in a Geek Generation Halloween costume gallery. Cool. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Does everyone have their Halloween costumes picked out? Yeah, but it didn't yeah. fit. So now you go back to the drawing board. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was too big. Oh. It was Uh-oh. one size. I guess you're going to have to bulk up. I guess so. <laughs> In a week's time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Brian, have you picked one out yet? Yes, I do. Yes, I have. I, it was kind of not beyond my, my uh, choosing, but I, it, was, it was chosen for me because my friend is having a, a themed party. But yeah. Are you going to tell us what it yeah, is? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's a Harry Potter-themed Halloween uh, party. <laughs> I've never watched any Harry Potter movie. I've never read any of the books, but yeah. apparently I've been chosen to be Harry Potter because all through college, people told me I look like Harry Potter. So I can see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can see the excitement coming from me. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think I'm doing Marty McFly, but I, I still have to buy the clothes. I don't know if I'm going to get them in time. Can't can just – what's the only... – What's going to be the hardest thing to find? The vest? Yeah, probably. Everything else is kind of easy, I would think. Yeah. I just got to get the red bubble vest. Mm-hmm. And if that's Amazon Prime shipped, then I should be all right. 
I spent the last few days decorating my house. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, your house always looks ridiculous. I know. <laughs> Setting up stuff and putting up the lighting and all that. Yeah. For people who don't know, Halloween is Mike Volpe's holiday. It's Christmas. <laughs> and Christmas? No, it is Christmas. Oh, it is Christmas. Yeah. I was going to say. I could skip Christmas and just have Halloween. Be yeah. Fine. yeah. Yeah. You have like moving. Thanksgiving's good, though, because you get to eat a lot. Moving, talking Jason in I the do. background. A six foot tall Jason that moves and swings his machete. Uh, <laughs> All kinds of strobe lights and black lights and orange lights and everything. I had to pick up more lights. I ran out. A couple of the light bulbs burned out. Well, yeah, that happens. And then uh, I was putting one up in the light fixture in the living room and the little piece where it screws in. Yeah. When I was like, oh, it doesn't work. I tried to unscrew the light bulb. <laughs> the metal piece stayed in. Oops. So, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, God, don't let me get electrocuted. Potato. Did you get it out? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Like an idiot. <laughs> I went in with pliers. Oh. Did you at least unplug it first? No. I shut it off. Okay. It was still uh, just uh, right to it, but I was like, worst cases, I get blown backwards into the door. Lovely. That would be very comedic. It would be a great story. I kind of wish it happened. Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, Blu-ray and video game releases. Let's yeah, get rambling. it done. Let's get it done. October 25th, out on Blu-ray, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. Oh, who's yeah. he? Yeah. Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You know that guy that was at Comic-Con? Oh, yeah. Oh. We didn't see him. Yeah, we didn't see. We'll get into that. Later or next week, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Captain America, the first Avengers out on Blu-ray. Exciting. Jurassic Park, the ultimate trilogy. Oh. Get oh. all of them together on Blu-ray. Okay. Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. which yeah, unfortunately I-, I never ended up seeing. Me neither. Mm. I want to still, and I will. Uh, Robot Chicken, season five. Nice. Yeah. I haven't really been watching Robot Chicken lately. I'll catch it if it's on late. Yeah. Which it is on here. late, so. I can never remember which ones I've seen and which I haven't. Uh, Attack the Block, which I haven't seen, but I heard is fantastic. Oh, that's that thing. Yeah, yeah. we had walked into the end of that yeah. panel. Yeah, that looks cool. I forget what it was even before. It was before the video game, the the Marvel video games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why were you there? Yeah, I was with oh, you yeah, guys. That's right. Remember? Duh. What? Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> we met up I with them that yeah. now, right? It feels like so long ago, and it was all a blur. <laughs> Uh, Tom and Jerry, The Golden Collection, Volume 1. Wow. Yeah. Creative marketing stuff. Yeah, so they're re-releasing <laughs> a bunch of Tom and Jerry stuff yeah. this time on Blu-ray. Very cool. Mm. Uh, games on October 25th. Hey, you missed one. You, you missed a release I want to plug. Okay. Um, just for the wrestling fans out there, uh, I don't know who, how many left, but no. Um, this is a really cool uh, WWE Blu-ray and or DVD. Is that it's, the Shawn uh, Michaels the, versus Bret Hart? Or, yeah, the yeah. Shawn Michaels Bret Hart one. What's that? And, uh, it got really, really good reviews, and uh, basically, it's Brett and Sean sitting down with Jim Ross for pretty much talking about their entire rivalry and careers together. Really? And it's uh, for those who know oh. their history, it's pretty interesting, supposedly. Huh. So, huh? I had no idea they were doing that. Yeah, these yeah. things just kind of pop up. <laughs> yeah. So that's just a. But yes, continue games. Sorry. Okay, uh, that's all right. That's fine. Uh, games October twenty fifth, Battlefield three. Not for me, but. I know a lot of people are yeah. really excited for it. I like the story. I'm not good at the multiplayer. Yeah. I don't buy it for that. I bought the second one and just got my ass handed to me consistently <laughs> to the point where I threw the controller on the floor and I said, that's it. Yeah. Story only. I usually don't plug DLC in the game releases, but since we've been talking about it, Infamous 2, Festival of Blood, that DLC oh. is available on October 25th, which I am pumped to play because not only does it give you the dlc but it allows you to use playstation move with infamous 2 mm. oh yeah which will be interesting i'm very curious to see how they're gonna incorporate the two together uh disney universe 
which is kind of a mesh between the Disney properties and something kind of little big planet ish. Oh, hmm. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Good luck. And Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Tenkaichi, which I'm pumped for because I like some DBZ. I don't know if I'm going to get it immediately. I think I'll wait until it drops down in price, but I'll be playing it. Full price game? Yeah. Yeah. November 1st, out on Blu-ray, Cars 2. (laughs) Never bothered seeing it? I'll watch it on DVD. I didn't see the first one. Uh, It was the worst of the Pixar movies. That's what I hear. Yep. As we've said probably multiple times at this Mm -hmm. point. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love, which was uh, Steve Carell. Uh, Ryan Gosling movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it looked good. I haven't seen it yet, though. I am so behind on my movie watching. It's, <laughs> it's horrible. But I only have one more week left of uh, the soccer season. Maybe you have many hours of Batman Arkham City left. <laughs> yeah. I walked down here to do this, and he's just staring like a zombie into the TV screen with a smile on his face. <laughs> like a zombie. Like Batman is more accurate. No, you weren't. Okay. I was yeah, just looking at myself and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as Christmas movies continue to come out, finally, Scrooged out on Blu-ray. Nice. Bill Murray. Friggin' oh, love okay, that, that movie. Yeah. Aside Great. from Elf, that's probably my favorite Christmas movie. That's a good movie. Fantastic. I'll definitely be buying that. Games on November 1st. Uncharted 3, Drake's yeah. Deception. So excited. Did you get it already, Brian, or pre-order? Or? No, I pre-ordered it, yeah. Cannot wait. Yeah, I pre-ordered the collector's edition. So I did not I, go that far, but I, I was tempted. <laughs> very, very tempted. It's got so much stuff. It's got the statue. It's got a belt buckle. It's got the ring that you can wear as a necklace. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I almost got the Batman Arkham City collector's edition. Because the statue looks really cool, but ultimately, aside from that, there's not a lot of great. Yeah, and I already have Gotham Knights on. I'm Blu-ray. surprised that you chose the Uncharted Three Super Pack there. Well, it's over more the Batman. It's thing. more worth yeah. the cost. There's not yeah. a lot of collector's editions I buy. I bought the Uncharted Three one because of the stuff it comes with. Just mm-hmm. like I bought the Infamous Two one. Like that statue is awesome, and the the sling yeah, pack that I have is great too. Mm-hmm. So that made it more than worth it. Um, yeah. And you have enough Batman. Yeah, I, I might have enough Batman stuff in here right now. <laughs> I might. Uh, also on November 1st for games, The Lord of the Rings War in the North. I don't know a lot about it. But is that for the uh, multi- uh, MMORPG or is that just another different game? It's another game. It's not oh. the uh, MMO yet. There, oh, is, okay. there is another one coming out though. Uh, also, GoldenEye 007 Reloaded. So that HD remake of GoldenEye. Wow. And that, that brings me back. I know, <laughs> yeah, right? It does. I'm curious to play just just to see how it changed yeah. and everything. Yeah, that was the first multiplayer game I played. Like sitting down yeah, in the living room with four people. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was yelling and what screaming kind of, at each other. It really made the multiplayer genre really hit. Was yeah. That yeah. game. And lastly, Sonic Generations which is a Sonic the Hedgehog game kind of looking back over the years. They've remade a lot of... It's not a remake, per se, but they did take some of the original levels and kind of amp them up for modern day over the years. Hmm. So there's little bits and pieces from Sonic history in it. It looks interesting, but recent Sonic games have been very piss poor. Trash. So who knows with (laughs) this one. Uh, In that case, let's get into the news. Okay. 
Your news for October 24th, 2011. In a September 18th blog post, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings announced that the company would be separating its DVD by mail service from the streaming service and calling it Quickster. And our reactions were uh, obvious. (laughs) Clearly, clearly there was fan outrage at the decision as it added unnecessary complications for members who wanted to stay subscribed to both services. Hastings has now backpedaled by posting a new blog announcing that Netflix will not be separating their DVD and streaming services after all. While the Quickster name was announced, it never officially launched, and going to Quickster.com currently redirects back to Netflix.com. In a statement to the New York Times, Hastings added, quote, Consumers value the simplicity Netflix has always offered, and we respect that. There is a difference between moving quickly, which Netflix has done very well for years, and moving too fast, which is what we did in this case. Another representative from the company told the Times that the previously announced plan to offer video game rentals is now, quote, to be determined. These guys are all over the place. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, like, they're having an epic It's like an down. impulse buyer who just is like, oh, I got to have that, goes home with it, and then goes, why did I just spend 180 bucks on this? I'm going to go return it. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like everything Netflix does recently is, hey, exciting new thing, da-da-da, and oops, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all over the place. Like, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. Sorry, taking a drink. <laughs> Complete <laughs> silence. Rob gulps. Gulp. Uh, Gulp. Uh, yeah, th- this is at least the first smart move that Netflix has made in quite some time. People were complaining like crazy yeah. that the the having a whole separate site and it, yeah. it was just it was bad for the user and they were not thinking about the customer and keeping the ease of use in mind. And if they're not thinking about that, then Netflix is going to have big problems. In I think the they're future. just freaking out. They had so much negative publicity, so they were like, yeah. "We have to do something," and they made yeah. a quick decision that they feel is wrong. Yeah. Now they're trying to fix it. They should. Back Here's an idea: bring the price back to where it was. Yeah, they watch said people that's, come flocking back. They said that's not going to change. Well, then they and they suck. are picking up more and more content for the streaming service. But even Howard Stern went on a rant this week, and he canceled his Netflix subscription. He was like, I never use it, and it's just sitting on my bill. Yeah. And he wanted to go watch Green Lantern, but it wasn't on the service. And if he, he was like, I want to watch Green Lantern tonight. It's not on demand yet. It's not on Netflix. And if I want the DVD, I have to wait three days. I want to watch it tonight. So he went out and bought the DVD because <laughs> <laughs> he, he just didn't want to wait. And so he canceled yeah. Netflix and had a whole rant about that. And he was totally right. It's just not, it's not going to cut it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can go on iTunes and just rent it through there and watch on an Apple TV. And that's a better alternative for a lot of this stuff. Could you rent it on iTunes and then plug your laptop? Like with my big screen TV, could I just plug the laptop into the TV Yeah, and then watch it on my TV? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I know. I gotta, make, I gotta find one of those cords. I think I have one. Yeah. It's a better solution than a lot of things that are out there. And Redbox, I think is still, yeah. still a good alternative. Yeah. Moving on then, uh, here's a lot of news out of New York Comic Con because Mike and I attended the Marvel TV panel. Yes, we which did. Which was awesome. It was probably the best panel we went to. Definitely. And they started off, well, I'll just read it. At a panel taking place at New York Comic Con, Vice President of Marvel Television, Jeff Loeb, who I love, that guy's awesome. I like him. Announced several Marvel properties that are currently in development for television. Live action series include AKA Jessica Jones, The Hulk, Cloak and Dagger, and Mockingbird. Animated series include Ultimate Spider-Man and Hulk Agents of Smash. So just to run down the list a little bit and give you some more information. Coming to ABC is AKA Jessica Jones, a Mm -hmm. series based on the Brian Michael Bendis comic Alias. For obvious reasons, the name needed to change for television. 
Jessica Jones is a private investigator living in New York City and trying to put her life together. Both Carol Danvers and Luke Cage would appear in the series as well. They are better known to comic book fans as Ms. Marvel and Power Man. Mm. What do you think about that one, Brian? Uh, well, first of all, now I was gonna I was gonna do a nitpick. Power he hasn't been called Power Man since the 1980s, but yeah, that's never, true. nevertheless, um, I, I'm looking that that's the one I'm most excited about because if anyone's actually read the book Alias, it's uh, they're gonna have to tone it down because it was uh, it was a mature audience's uh, comic, and uh, actually the first issue has a famous scene that I'm not going to re say, but uh, it involves Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, but um, okay. it's a very hey it's now. very it's very mature. Lots of swearing, lots of sex, lots of it was in the Marvel universe. So they're gonna have to obviously tone it down. But I'm just excited because it's it's a she's a great character created by Bendis, and it's mm. just a fantastic, um, you know, world. And I, I'm hoping that they they get to you know you know translate at least part of it correctly. Yeah. So it seems very easy, like a police procedural to to yeah translate to television. So that's always good. Mm-hmm. Also coming to ABC is the Hulk. The series will primarily focus on the relationship between Bruce Banner and Betty Ross. While not mentioning him by name, Loeb made reference that Guillermo del Toro is set to produce. As far as visual effects go, Loeb said that the Avengers movie provided what was necessary in terms of research and development costs for getting a CGI Hulk onto the television screen. So he said if you look at the Avengers movie trailer that's out there, you see that quick flash of the Hulk at the end. And the TV version is supposedly not going to be all that different. Good. Hmm. He did make a ton of references about repainting uh, uh, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Constantly. He was, was like, like as we, much as I'd love to repaint Lou Ferrigno green, we're going to stick <laughs> with the CGI on this one. Uh, but um, I am, I am in a way kind of shocked that they're bringing the Hulk back, especially yeah. with all the properties they do have. Hulk seems like it would be one of the more expensive ones as far as CGI goes. Mm. He's all CGI. What other character would be completely CGI? Not a ton, really. No. no. Maybe like... Now I'm thinking DC already. I don't know. Yeah, a Spider-Man show would have been cool. Rather than doing another movie, they could have just done a whole... I mean, it goes on and on and on. It's true. Hulk's interesting. Brian, would you even want to see another Hulk series? Um, Depends on how they do it. This has been in development for a while, and it's been going through, you know, different different rumors of this is going to happen, this is going to happen. It depends on how they do it. They have to be kind of careful, and the Hulk is, is very... You know, uh, one of their main properties. Mm-hmm. So to, to just throw it out there and have it be terrible is would be bad. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming to ABC Family is Cloak and Dagger, which centers around two superpowered teens in a post-Katrina New Orleans. This is uh, this differs from the comics slightly, as Cloak and Dagger primarily operate in New York City, as far as yeah. the comics go. I read about yeah. them the entire ride back because I was you? intrigued by it. Well, that's what I was doing on my phone. I was oh, okay. on searching around trying to find info on them. I yep. thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Cool characters. Yeah, and they, they don't they've never been like super prominent characters, but they are fan oh. favorite characters yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, I, they keep putting these shows on ABC, ABC Family, which is fine. But you be know why? Well, because more people watch. They can well, get kids no, watching. Because, no. Because uh, Disney? Disney owns Marvel now and Disney owns ABC. But it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see a more risque show, like having on Showtime or HBO or something. I'm more right. like with Brian, what Brian was just talking about how um, one of those comics was really that was an alias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a little more violent and stuff. You yep. could have that on Showtime. And, oh, yeah. And those kind of cable networks are doing fantastic right now as far as the stuff they're producing. Yeah. 
Or even putting something on AMC where they take big Well, risks. I just thought that, too. Yeah. I know you're watching zombies get their face blown off. Right. <laughs> you know. But Cloak and Dagger got a lot of applause did. from the crowd. So people are very excited about it. And that's one they've kind of known about for a while. But now it's, mm-hmm. like, really, really confirmed. Also coming to ABC Family is Mockingbird, which Loeb described as Alias Meets Felicity. The basic idea of the show is freshman college student by day, S.H.I.E.L.D. secret agent by night. Yeah, that's they're completely changing the character and not really changing it, but they're they're doing like a. It, it, anyone remember that show, Birds of Prey? It's, oh yeah, it's gonna be like that. I a little bit. I kind of liked Birds of Prey, even though it was weird. Oh god, you're the only one now joking. I might be. <laughs> um, I don't know. She's not a freshman college student in the comics. She's an adult, and she's barely. She's a shield agent, but she's more. Uh, she's famously known as being Hawkeye's wife. So yeah. I don't know really why they're rebranding her as a freshman college student and all this stuff when I would have thought they'd be using her maybe in a, the next maybe Avengers movie or something. All of that. Yeah, possibly. Well, rebranding rebranding comic properties for TV is something incredibly common. There was a show you might have heard of that did it where uh, Clark Kent and Lex Luthor were friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it went for nine seasons. So, uh, yeah, you never know. I know. It's just interesting. It's just I don't know. It, it, it's just an interesting choice of all their characters they have to randomly choose Mockingbird. She's not exactly a well-known character or a prominent. She she's become more prominent in the last couple of years. Yep. I think that's kind of the point because they ago. have they can put a show together with a superhero mm. Marvel property, but it's yeah. still very free for them to move around and it do is what interesting they want. All the properties they've named, I don't I didn't know any of them. I had right. to go immediately on my phone and look them up. So yeah. I know nothing yeah. about any of them, so it'll be a fresh start. Yeah. But yeah. you're right, Brian. They have so many people they could pick and they choose pretty unknown ones. Right. I think they're in a, a camp with Mockingbird where they can kind of do what they want and people won't complain that much because they're like it's mm-hmm. Mockingbird. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who cares? cares? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Screw it up. Nobody cares. <laughs> moving into the animated front, the Ultimate Spider-Man stuff that they had was awesome. It did look pretty cool. Yeah. Set to hit Disney XD next year, Ultimate Spider-Man will feature plenty of humor, including Spidey often breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it did. Peter Parker slash Spider-Man will be voiced by Drake Bell. His mentor in the series, Nick Fury, will be voiced by Chai McBride. Reprising his role from the Marvel movies, Clark Gregg will voice Agent Coulson, who also doubles as the principal of Peter's school. Stanley is set to voice Stan the Janitor, who also shares the look of his real-life counterpart. And finally, J. Jonah Jameson will be voiced by J.K. Simmons. Thank God. Who reprises his role from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. He and out of everything. Is, that's yeah. the guy. Is he in the, the new one? No. They used, there's no, oh, no. no J. Jonah Jameson at all in the new one. No. When that was announced, though, at the TV panel, yeah. huge. That was the biggest applause big of the pop. whole panel was yeah. when J.K. Simmons was announced as J. Jonah Jameson. There's just so many good things about this. Um... Brian Michael Bendis, obviously, who did created Ultimate Spider-Man, is going to be uh, the story, uh, one of the, the executive producers yep. and writing a bunch of plots for yep. it. Um, Paul Dini, obviously famous for Batman the Animated yes. Series, is one of the staff writers. Yep, he wrote um, the pilot, actually. Yeah, it's just so many good things. It cannot, It's going to be fantastic. So I, it's just probably going to be the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really, really good. And it looks like they're trying to tie it into the same universe, even, mm-hmm. by having Nick Fury, by having Agent Coulson. Yep. And and by the way, Clark Gregg popped up at the panel yep. and was mm-hmm. so friggin' entertaining. That guy seems like the nicest guy in the world, and he's a total geek. Yeah. He's a huge, huge comic fan. Yeah. which And it, his excitement was palpable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, lastly, set to hit Disney XD in 2013, is Hulk, Agents of Smash. 
The team consists of Hulk, Red Hulk, Scar, A-Bomb, and She-Hulk. According to Loeb, the series will consist of the team, quote, taking on the biggest threats in the Marvel Universe, bigger than you can possibly imagine. They have to fight the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Hulk versus sun. uh, I'm shocked to see two Hulk properties on the list, though. They're making a big push with the Hulk. They Which are, is yeah. weird because because they've struggled with it so much in the film. The first movie yeah. sucked. Yeah, the yeah, second movie was. Okay. I really liked it, but they had issues with Edward Norton. Mm. I re- yeah, I really liked the second movie actually. Yeah. So, uh, Agents of Smash, I don't know too much about yeah. Brian. It's not really. There's never been anything in the comic called Agents of Smash, but they're taking pretty much the Hulk quote unquote family of Hulk characters and putting mm-hmm. them together. It looks like. Um, yeah, it where- seems strange. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Red Hulk. It's it. I could go into it, but it's a pretty long. Exi- but they're all supporting characters in the Hulk books. But they're putting them all together. It looks like into like one super team. Isn't Red Hulk a villain? Um, he started out as a villain, but he's kind of like a half hero, half villain now. Oh, he's a tweener. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually also General Ross. He operates kind of, in that gray he, area. He's, he's what? He's General Ross. That's his. That's who it is. I Seriously? He, yeah. That's that's and uh, Red She-Hulk is Betty Banner or Betty Ross. Wow! So there's all so there's all kind She-Hulk of it's Scar, and there's Red She-Hulk? Scar is Hulk's yeah. son. Oh, they so. got creative. Yeah. Who's a bomb? That's Rick Jones, his old sidekick, who is now the the new Abomination, which used to be a villain, but now he's a hero. It's all sorts of crazy continuity that weird. That's why I'm I'm confused that they're doing a cartoon because it's going to be kind of interesting Confusing, to see how yeah. they explain all the this. The little kids will love it. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, Red Hulk, Hulk Smash, Red Hulk, Green yeah. Hulk, action figures, woo. Yeah, pretty much. Money, 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 money. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, all right, well, lots of Marvel TV stuff coming yeah. in the pipeline. Uh, next story here. Namco, Bandai Games, and Ubisoft have announced that Ezio Auditore from the critically acclaimed Assassin's Creed series mm-hmm. will be a playable guest, caliber, uh, guest character in Soul Calibur oh, 5. Cool for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. This monumental collaboration will let players control Ezio and his wide range of assassination tools, including a Roman longsword, stiletto, crossbow, hidden gun, and his trademark hidden blade. Cool. This is huge. I'm wicked geeking out about this. (laughs) That is really cool. Yeah. Assassin's Creed is an amazing franchise. Soul Calibur has grown kind of stale Mm -hmm. to me. Mm But with Ezio in there, I'm curious to actually play it and see what he's like in that mix of characters. So I don't know. I'll check it out. I don't know if it's going to be something I'm going to buy, but I'll check it out. Sony Pictures. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, Mm. Sony Pictures is in final negotiations to adapt and distribute the big screen version of Assassin's Creed, landing the film rights in a bidding war Mm -hmm. after Ubisoft started shopping the property around Hollywood the last several months. Mm. Through a new division called Ubisoft Motion Pictures, the video game company wants to maintain more creative control over the development of its games for Mm -hmm. other platforms rather than broker traditional one-off licensing deals with studios, something that proved key during the bidding process with Sony. So basically, they want a studio to kind of jump on board and help Mm -hmm. them fund and make the movie, but they want to retain control over what they're going to do so that the property is not just destroyed and dismantled and turned into something totally different. So it's it's keeping the integrity of the franchise, really. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. When I watched uh, Prince of Persia, yep, I was like, wow, it's Assassin's Creed. Like when I know, I, right? I, when <laughs> the, the way they were, the camera angles were done and the, all the shots, it was cool. Yeah, that's what I felt like I was watching was an Assassin's Creed movie. Well, I feel like Prince of Persia was kind of the precursor to Assassin's Creed, even in a video game form. Yeah, yeah. They are from the same company and everything, so yeah. the gameplay is very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of an evolution, I think. Mm-hmm. 
moving into video game news or kind of that was movie video game ish news moving forward. Okay. Uh, we talked about the Nightwing stuff for Batman Arkham City before, but Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment and DC Entertainment have now officially announced the Nightwing bundle pack for Batman Arkham City, which will be available on November 1st. Nightwing comes complete with his own unique gadgets and special moves and is playable in all challenge maps in the game, as well as two additional challenge maps that are included with the pack Wayne Manor and Main Hall. The pack also contains a bonus animated series Nightwing character skin. The Robin Bundle pack is scheduled for availability on November 22nd to all owners of the game, uh, at least for those who didn't pre-order at Best Buy like myself and got Robin already. (laughs) Both download content bundles will be offered on Xbox Live for 560 Microsoft points and PlayStation Network for $699. I'll be buying Nightwing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hells to the yeah. So now there's four playable characters. Yeah. And cool. Robin's actually a lot of fun. Is he? Yeah. Is I he? enjoy yeah. him. What kind of Robin is it? Like little young Robin or it's, is he like? It's Tim Drake, but he's like teenager. Oh. Yeah. And the red Robin skin's cool. And I don't want to play with like, the animated series Robin because it looks lame yeah. in comparison. <laughs> it just <laughs> doesn't cool fit into the world. You're looking at animated, but yeah. Yeah. And right now I don't have any skins for Batman because you have to beat the game before it allows you to use other skins for oh, him. You got new costumes? There are different Batman costumes. Yeah. But um, one of the ways, some of them will be DLC, and uh, I actually really want the Batman Beyond one, mm. which they're doing uh, promotion through the drink NOS, or NOS, yeah. or whatever it is. Um, and I don't drink that, so I had put out on Twitter if anyone would send one in. It looks way too powerful. But what? The drink. The, drink. Look, the cans are intimidating. I'm tempted to buy one and just not <laughs> drink it at all, just get the yeah. code. Yeah. And, or maybe just go into a store with well, my iPod and take yeah, a picture get, of the code. There you go. <laughs> screw someone out of it, but yeah. you know what? Batman Beyond. I deserve it more than anybody else. <laughs> well, it's only going to cost you a couple bucks. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably be cheaper than the DLC ultimately anyway, yeah. so who knows? Yeah. Uh, more TV news, and this is actually Marvel TV news, but it wasn't announced during the panel, oh. which is interesting. Fox is developing a series based on The Punisher from ABC Studios and former Criminal Minds showrunner Ed Bernero. The show is described as an hour-long procedural and would feature a slight twist on the character. In this version, Frank Castle is a rising star detective with the New York Police Department who dons the identity of The Punisher to seek justice and right the wrongs that the system can't. Uh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> I think you, the only you reason... You don't F with the Punisher that way. I mean, they've already tried to do an ad- an, uh, a Punisher movie three times and they failed. Now they're going to do yeah. a TV series and even change, like... Uh, uh, what is he going to have a secret identity as the Punisher at night? That just is so... Makes no sense to the character. Why... I don't even... Don't even use the Punisher. Use someone else. My whole That's, issue is that it's going to be on, like, Fox. That's This is one of the series that would lend itself to Showtime or HBO or yeah, AMC definitely. or something like that. Yeah, but you still don't have him be, like, by night he's the Punisher. You, he, he's going to be a detective You'd by have day to wear a Punisher mask. by night. Like he's got to hide makes, his... How do you hide his identity? Yeah, and how do you... How does he go kill people and then go back and being a detective during the day? It's just stupid. Ask but. Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But I guess yeah, that's the only I, one. No, I, God, I hope this doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I don't know. I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, <laughs> I, I am. I don't I don't care that much. I'm like, all right, that sounds yeah, interesting. If they blow it up and kill the Punisher, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> They've ruined the Punisher in so many forms of mass yeah. media that if, if it's good, it'll be like, Yeah, this is good. And if it's bad, it'll be like, Yeah, whatever we expected that. Yeah. <laughs> uh THQ has confirmed that the next big thing, Brock Lesnar, is yeah. a playable legend All in right. WWE 12. Awesome. Very cool. Yep. 
That's it. That's, that's great. <laughs> just the sheer fact that they got him to film the commercial, and he looks really skinny now. But I didn't see uh, the it commercial. Was freaking awesome. There's a commercial. Just there's a commercial. Oh, there's now a, I gotta go trailer the site. for it. Trailer. And he actually like look. yeah. And uh, he has all his current body tattoos and all that stuff. So he has like yeah. the knife. Did and they everything. put the beard on him? The crazy like I'm no, gonna kill you beard. Oh, the Sorry. beard was awesome. No, no beard. <laughs> just <laughs> F5s galore. That's great. <laughs> that's his only move, right? He just walked F5, F5. That's all it needs to be, man. That's all it needs to be. This is one step closer to him getting back in the ring. You never know. He said he would, uh, for the you know, under the right circumstance with the right person, he would do it. And if if he loses his next fight, he'll be back in wrestling. Yeah, if it doesn't conflict Mm. with UFC or anything, then yeah. But you can lose. It's only his third loss. Yeah, yeah, it's a Brock. (laughs) I know, but it's not like he got. You know, well, I don't know. Maybe if he gets his ass beat, I hope he wins. Yeah, I like him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, do, I just want to start playing the music now. I know. <laughs> uh, last story I think he here. was starting to sing the Benoit music. I was. And I was like, wait a minute. That's, <laughs> that's not really right weird. at all. Uh, last story. I know. I ducked out of it quick. Valve has announced the second game add-on for the year's highest rated multi-platform game. Portal 2 is in development and targeted for release early next year. This major update will feature an easy-to-use in-game map editor. That will let users design, build, and share their own single-player and co-op test chambers within the community, who will be able to view, play, and vote on them with a simple click. Which, this is huge for Portal, mm. to that allow is- people to kind of generate their own puzzle levels and test chambers and all that stuff. That's friggin' awesome. Mm. And again, like any game that offers some sort of level-building thing, this is infinite replay value now. Yeah. Mm. Good. Very yep. cool. Very excited about it. Uh, so, yeah. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back with the DC Universe animated panel. All right. So we'll be right back. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, guys. I'm Eddie McClintock. I play Special Agent Pete Latimer on Sci-Fi's Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Peace! All right, we are back, and as promised, I managed to record the DC Universe animated panel from New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, the panelists included Bruce Tim, mm-hmm. Andrea Romano, and the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy. And he was great. He was on cool. There. Yeah. A special unannounced guest also pops in during the panel, and I'm not going to ruin that surprise. Mm-hmm. Some people might have mm-hmm. seen it online already, but if not, you will hear it during the panel. Uh, there are two quick transitions in the audio. So I'll just let you know about that right now. You'll hear the uh, Super Friends <laughs> transition. Mm. And that was because they showed the full Catwoman short from the Batman Year One movie. That was good. Yeah, it was great. It was probably one of the best shorts that we've seen on any of the DC animated movies so far, I thought. Yeah. And the uh, trailer for Justice League Doom, they also played. Mm-hmm. And since I'm not going to put 15 minutes of the Catwoman short in here, and oh, no. the, the trailer is not great if you're just hearing it anyway. Uh, so there are transitions in there, so just know that that's happening. And since I can't show you them through sound, <laughs> you can enjoy the panel. So uh, enjoy. Uh, so, oh, wow. 
So without further ado, I'd like to bring up for our next panel, which is amazing, uh, a good friend of mine, Gary Mariano from Warner Home Video.
I'm almost thinking you might want to see it before we talk about it. Yeah. 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 Somersaulting in the air, you know, 20 feet in the air like a ninja or anything like that. It's all very, very 
very reality-based. And then even the score, when we sat down to talk with the, uh, Chris Drake about doing the score, he said, I don't want it to sound like a Batman movie. I said, I don't want it to sound like, like Danny Elfman or Shirley Walker or Hans Zimmer. It, it needs to sound like really different. So, um, so that's kind of all we did. And the cast is pretty close to uh, unbelievable. Yeah, three-time Emmy Award, Emmy winning, Emmy Award winning actor Brian Cranston. Right. Yeah. Right. He really is one of those actors who, aside from being able to do comedy and drama and everything he wants to, he's got voiceover experience. So really, my job was to get back out of his way and let him do what he does. And it was remarkable. Really. Him again in a second. And then there's Ben McKenzie. He is pretty dreamy too. <laughs> ben, ben had not ever done voiceover before for animation, and that was one of the situations where um, we talked about Ben, and I had known his work from Southland, and I thought, oh no, let me see. I, you know, I don't think he's done this before. But I had worked with one of his uh, castmates, Regina King, on the Boondock series. And, uh, and I just called up Regina and said, has Ben a good guy? <laughs> is it going to be a pleasure to be with him? She's like, oh, he's a dream. You're going to love working with him. He was absolutely a pleasure. He, he was so agreeable to um, our direction, what we had to give him. He had ideas of his own. He's got that wonderful, youthful sound. And yet, there's a darkness that he's able to bring to it, which is key in anybody who plays Batman. They've got to have that, that level of dark history that can come through. And I just, I love his work. I hope you guys like him as much as I did. And then we got Eliza, who couldn't wait to do a double dip here, right? Well, uh, just, uh, Eliza, we had, Eliza, we had tried to get for a long time on a budget project, and we could never line up her schedule and our schedule. And so when this project came up and we needed a cat woman and Eliza was available, it's like, well, Kind of a no-brainer, we just brought yeah. her in. Pretty, pretty obvious. <laughs> and you know what she was also remarkable at, and especially it shows in this short, is the eight, well, yeah, that too. And she did all her own dancing, by the way. <laughs> she, uh, she's awesome at ADR. ADR is what we do when we work to picture, we do the oohs and the uhs. And she was, we normally prep the cues like one or two sounds at a time, okay? So you're gonna, you know, throw a punch, so you need to go, but she would watch the cue and then do seven different sounds that followed and get it all in the first take, just nail it. On the first viewing, yeah. she wouldn't even have seen it yet. So she would cover the kick and the punch and the flip and the whip and the this. And all the sounds all sounded different. And they all were different and they all were excellent. She was great at And not hard to look at. Not, not hard, hard to look at. Yeah. <laughs> Eliza did Katie Sackoff coming in back to back sessions. Yeah, no, it was rough. Oh no, the, the blue guy is back. <laughs> you don't get up for questions. Stalking us. Yeah, you're super, super, super stuck. Stay away. Uh, so, Batman, you won. You already know when, you know where. Same day and date as uh, Batman Arkham City. <laughs> something of our next film being uh, Batman Year One comes out this Tuesday. We have another film coming right on the heels of that that'll be out next February or March. Um, a little film called Justice League Doom.
uh, don't have um, Kevin Conroy as the voice of Batman here, Kevin Conroy is the voice in Batman Arkham City. And the voice of Batman in Justice League Doom. Bumper Robinson joints. Yes, sir. We didn't have cyborg in 
has my work. So we had Bumper Robinson come in. Bumper Robinson is a wonderful actor that I've known. I think he was maybe seven years old when I first worked with him. He's now about 37 and has a child of his own. But uh, yeah, he's awesome. So I've hired him once or twice in the last couple of decades. <laughs> Did anybody have issues finding the voice again, or was it all kind of a natural fall into the No, it was really, everybody zipped back into a brief half. I don't remember anybody having Well, the only person who had any problem at all was Michael, only because he was so used to playing the younger, you know, Wally West version of Flash, and this is actually the Barry Allen version of Flash. Yeah! yeah. So, he, he, would, he, he would stop himself, he would do a line, and he'd go, oh no, that sounds like Wally. No, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta make him sound more like a grown-up. So, but other than that, everyone just, just, it was just like, like it was yesterday. Yeah, totally. Michael swears up and down he's gonna join us for one of the premieres, whether it's in New York or Los Angeles, or both. Uh, but uh, he does the best Bruce Timm imitation you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. We just see that on the EC material. Um, uh, Kevin, back in the back cave again. Um, is it inspiring to rejoin the colleagues? I mean, what the... Well, the great thing about working with people that you've worked with for 20 years is um, there's sort of a shorthand um, for working together. You, you know how each other works, you trust each other, um, and jump right back in. You're not getting to know new, new, you know, new people. Um, and there's a lot of trust, and uh, so it's, it's great to have that confidence. The, uh, the art design, the character design of this, is that Phil Brownson? Yeah, we, um, I, just because we're messed up, we decided to reuse the, uh, the, the kind of visual look that we had uh, created for uh, Just the Crisis on Words, which was um, a really talented, also a kind of unique uh, young animator um, named Phil Barassa designed all the characters on that. Um, so we reused his, his designs for this, and then he also designed a lot, all of the, uh, he took a pass on all the new characters who moved here for the first time in the Barassa style, uh, including the Royal Flesh Gang, the Beach of Doom, and all of those things. So he brought consistent with that, even though the voice is all different, like I said, pretty much. You don't mind, do you? That's what I thought. Um, Dwayne's script, what was the genesis of that, how that uh, It started from the, uh, uh, the comic Justice League Tower of Babel, um, which uh, Mark Ray did, I don't know, years ago, it seems like now, but um, we like the central idea, but the basic, you guys are familiar with it, not giving too much away. It's, uh, the basic idea is that Batman being the ultra-prepared, you know, kind of dark Boy Scout, um, and in his own little paranoid way has figured out that, hey, you know, Justice League's very, very powerful. If they ever went bad, somebody needs to be able to there to stop them. So Batman comes up with a bunch of different contingency plans to take out each member of the Justice League. And of course, those plans fall into the wrong hands, and that villain puts those plans in motion. And then wackiness ensues. <laughs> but it makes sense because Batman is the only of superheroes that doesn't have power. He's, a, he's mortal, and he only has his wits to get him through. So, huh? And he's easily But So he has to come up with a way, I mean, how could he, how could he handle any of these superheroes if anything went wrong? So he comes up with a, a dossier, a 
on each one, how to take them out. But he doesn't find a place to hide it that's secure. All these great ideas, and he doesn't leave it in the city that can't be tracked. Well, nobody he left it in his iPhone. <laughs> prizes to give away a couple of <laughs> Batman year one autograph scripts by the entire cast. Two of the best questions from the audience. So what you got? Since I was a very small child and as my life evolved, so has Batman. How has over the last 20 years has Batman's meaning evolved for you guys given all that's happened since First time I heard your voice, and yes, when I close, I do close my eyes when you speak, so I can think that for a second. When you come to the microphone, say your name. Uh, my name is Elkie Wise. For me, it's not so much. It's not so much that Batman has evolved. I mean, he did over the course from from Batman through Justice League. His the character did kind of evolve a little bit there. And it's a straightforward trajectory. Um, but a lot of that is just circumstance because when we first did Batman the Animated Series, that was all we really ever intended to do. We never thought that we were going to be doing Superman and Batman, anything beyond that. Um, and my own preference was to keep Batman as a loner in that show. I didn't even really want to team him up with Robin you know, too much. I thought he worked better as a kind of a quiet, you know. Um, loner vigilante. Um, but then, when you, then, you know, we introduced, you know, Robin and then Batgirl, so the, the family, the Batman, the Batman family started getting bigger. Then we put Superman in there, and then he's got to team up with Superman, then we bring in the Justice League, and now he's got to go to outer space. I think it's that he's, the consistency is, 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 is important. It is, it is, there isn't that there's been so much of an evolution. It's, right. It's, he's been very consistent through all these different experiences. All right. Uh, right down there in the end. Lead off. Hi, Abraham. Uh, I'm really a big fan of your shorts, especially you guys did one with um, the Spectre mm -hmm. on the Superman one, which is very roundhouse, very horror edge like. And I was wondering if you guys were ever considering doing any Vertigo stuff. Um, we've talked about it. It's, it's definitely a possibility if we can just figure out um, exactly the right property and the right timing. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Over here in the yellow. Uh, my name's JP, and I could gush about what Kevin and, and Bruce have done. I mean, just huge talents have changed animation and character Batman for me. But I want to ask the lovely Ms. Romano a question. Um, I'm a voice guy, I like hearing, you know, I'm, I'm always listening to that. That's what I focus in on. With people like, you know, you brought in Kevin and, and other uh, great folks. And we've gotten attached to them, and then over the years, you know, you've had to try different actors out in all the different roles. Does that decision come from higher up? Is that something that you up to you to say, hey, on this movie, let's try, you know, a new cast and see how that works? Uh, it's always a directive that comes from much higher up than I. I, I if I had my way, Kevin would always be that. <laughs> Batman that I have cast aren't wonderful. It's just that he, he was my first Batman. 
doing a lot of action shows, I need the release of a silly cartoony show, just personally. Uh, especially when we're doing really dark, dark, dark stories, I need that kind of release just because I get into it. And, um, but I like the diversity. Thank you. Thank you. And she's really surprised to Ralph Paulson and Pezzo does a pinky voice. I do, I do. <laughs> All right, Gambit, spit it out. I don't know if you remember me from San Diego. Oh, how can we forget you? So, my question is for Bruce. Now, you've taken perhaps the most well-known characters in all of fiction through several different interpretations. Each interpretation has been different, and each interpretation has been correct. Now, my question is... <laughs> my question is, are you getting pressure uh, from Warner Brothers about the new 52 to perhaps incorporate costume design or character attributes in the future projects with these characters? Uh, the, the answer's gonna be a lot further than the question. The answer is no. <laughs> Over here. Hey, my name is Amos. Uh, I got two quick questions. One, is there any information on the upcoming Dark Knight Returns movie. And two, what does Kevin Conroy Batman have to say to Christian Bale Batman? <laughs> sometime in 2012 or 2013, but it is being made. And now it's on you, Kevin. <laughs> He's terrific. He's great in the role. Um, I admire him. years and years to come? Uh, I, I don't know if there was a, a, a eureka moment, but yeah, we, we finished doing Batman, and then I really, we weren't planning on doing more with the DC characters, it was always just planned to be Batman. Um, and I, I went off and, and worked on the Freakzoid show for a little bit after that. Dean McCurdy came to me and said, hey, would, would we be interested in doing a Superman animated series? And I went, yeah. <laughs> so then it just, it just all kind of grew out of that. But, um, and then it all just kind of, you know, it, it was a natural progression to go from that to ultimately the Justice League with a, you know, detour to the, 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 that weird Batman Beyond world um, in, the middle, in the middle of that. Um, so it just, I don't know, kept going. And this question, so I don't have a question for the whole uh, panel. Okay, make it quick. Uh, no, that, that, that was, uh, in general, for everybody, when do they realize that it was gonna be? Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that really did happen. It was just, we want to make 65 episodes of Superman, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'd love to, and then let's make 65 episodes of Just Please. Okay, the fans like it, great. Then we'll make more and we'll keep trying to do a good job. So, it's because of you guys. Yeah, totally because of you. Yeah. It's a reaction. Thank you. Thank you. They signing with these three in about 15 minutes at table six in the autograph area. And number two, I've just been told we have time for one more question. Make it a good one. <laughs> you need to go talk to that guy that's running. Uh, 
up episode 57 uh final thoughts mm-hmm. anything anyone would like to plug brian um should be a new episode of graphically speaking coming up soon which you can find at the geekgenerations.com slash graphically speaking excellent mike <laughs> it left, felt like you had more to say i know i was like that on like a question mark what are you a riddler <laughs> riddle this. me this batman <laughs> I got nothing to play. I'm good. All right. Um, I do want to remind everyone then to please send in your Halloween costume pictures for the site gallery. I'd be absolutely thrilled to get those. Send those to podcast.thegeekgeneration.com. If you want to check out any of the articles on the site or rate the show and write a review in iTunes, uh, go to thegeekgeneration.com. Please do all that stuff there. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, send them to podcast.thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter or 508-316-9787. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to the show, you can send those to guest at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. We will be back next week with a ton of New York Comic Con wonderful stories for you all to listen to. All right. <laughs> so we will see you guys next week. Later. See ya.